Hi there, everyone. Welcome to the Music Miners, uh, our the new podcast with Chet and Devin. Uh, I'm Chet, and with me is my friend Devin. Right, Devin, are you here? You're here. I just got. I just pulled in. So I don't. I don't hear you. No, I hear you loud. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. You just pulled in with the, the phone car. Yeah, I just. Uh... You know, I got back from work and I was like, oh, yeah, I got to do the podcast. And then just, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that you're here because you are part of the duo. Yeah, for Music Miners is, uh, just to introduce, is the new podcast that we have where we will be mining through music, looking for uh, the hidden gems because we are two passionate music fans and we will be exploring the musical world and then talking about the gems that we find uh the diamonds that we find or the coal that we find because there's a lot of coal it's like aladdin the diamond in the rough the option. diamond in the rough yeah exactly. <laughs> it's the, from the tiger that yeah the, <laughs> right. the diamond in the rough uh yeah anyway. yeah but that's what that's exactly it that's what we're looking for then the buried treasure uh and so some of what we'll go through is popular known stuff. Some of what we'll go through is unknown popular stuff. We'll go through new stuff. We'll go through old stuff. We'll go through everything. So we'll be a little bit all over the place, but uh, that will keep it full of surprises and we'll make sure that we don't miss any anything good or bad. Because uh, I do, I like I can take lots of enjoyment in uh, bad or, you know, not so great things. So uh, sometimes, sometimes I, I can go through my old music that I used to like when uh, I was 14 uh, or so. I used to really like a lot of, it's a genre called metalcore. And I, I, the old bands I used to listen to, it's so funny to go back through them. And just hear all the songs is it just makes me laugh because uh, I kind of can't take it seriously. It's just so. Uh, I remember at the time other metalheads were saying that Trivium is the boy band of metal, and I, I didn't understand what that meant. And then <laughs> later I uh, kind of realized what they were saying because it is it's kind of metal, but it, it's very. Uh... Anyway, it's that's not the point. The whole point is we're going to look through. Uh, music. But before we go through music, uh, we're going to try something out with the, a segment that we'll call, for now, 5-Minute Philosophy, just to get our uh, our brains thinking uh, before we get our, our talks talking, just to help us get us warmed up in our uh, thinking modes. And Devin, I was telling you before about a cat. Uh, the cat is not named Schrodinger, but it is Schrodinger's cat. Have you have you heard of this before? Uh, no. So, have you watched the movie A Serious Man? I can't remember. I think you have. Uh, once, I think. Yeah, pretty sure. Yep. It is. It is in there. Uh, not that it's important. It is important, but not uh, sort of the the plot of things more in a, a thematic way, but. Schrodinger's cat is 
and I'm not a physics master, so I, this is not a, uh, a lesson. This is more just a <laughs> review uh, introduction to get us thinking. But the Schrodinger's cat is a thought or math experiment where a cat is trapped in a box. And in this box, uh, there is either there's a death mechanism, uh, like a poison or a bomb that uh, if you... Either the cat will die if you open the box, the mechanism will go off, uh, or if you, or it will not. And so is the point is in the box, either the cat is dead or the cat is not dead. And using quantum physics, uh, you're actually, it's actually both at the same time. Uh, and they show this uh, mathematically, and this is sort of the, the theme of, uh, not theme, but important part of a uh, particle uh, quantum physics is that the the particles are waves, and so as you observe it, as you observe things, uh, it gets entangled. So you can't always. Uh, it's it's. The whole point is that we can't know, <laughs> and it's uh, it's it's sort of both at the same time, and we're only seeing our observational reality. So if we open the box and the cat is dead, then we're seeing the reality that the cat is dead. But that is not uh, like the absolute inherent case. The cat is also not dead in some other reality. And this is where, uh, if you may have heard of, uh, the many worlds theory, which is something of quantum physics. Uh, and I just heard, heard of a lot of this, this is not anything I'm an expert on, but many worlds theory is that, you know, for every occurrence, because, uh, the particles, the, everything is happening in a wave. And so imagine every fork in a road is like a left and a right. And rather than, uh, the left or the right happening, it's both. And we are just seeing the one reality. And so the many worlds theory elaborates on that a bit further. And so every, for every occurrence, there's, you know, another world of it happening. So there's many, 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 many worlds of, you know, when you looked in the fridge, was this missing? Was this not missing? And so all of this, this things. And so uh, it's, it's, I guess it's playing on that we can't ever, no, because we're only like we can only observe so much, and that's what the whole movie of the, a serious man is all about. Is <laughs> not hmm. that the yeah. uh, the main character is trying to find the answer so hard, and it's like he kind of he kind of needs uh you can't you can't find the answers because it's just in uh, limitation of observation. Just go crazy. It's like if you try to uh, analyze everything and exact and try to find out, yeah, it's you probably just go postal or something. Yeah, like at some point because like because about then, all the possibilities. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can there's a you can't have. I mean, this is also called like existential Exist crises yeah, and exactly. such. <laughs> where that and that's a serious man is an existential movie where he's questioning his existence and uh, what is real and everything he had 
because he was married and then in the movie his wife just suddenly brings divorce to him and he's like why and this is not a spoiler this is in the beginning of the movie uh part of the conflict and he's it just comes out of nowhere and he's asking for an explanation and he's wondering if uh she slept with another like the other man and and this all sort of comes into into play um it's this he goes crazy wondering all these questions and trying to find the answers and it's kind of like i i understand you you want all the answers but there's no way that you will be able to see them and that's kind of the (laughs) the point and he's just so desperate for answers and he uses his uh he's a physics professor uses math as like his as like his um his, his crutch to sure that like things are you know two plus two is four uh you know to ensure absolutes um but even in the math it it's can be both it's just uh, the not that the math has a breaking point the math just shows you things that you don't expect and i this is where i get lost because i'm not <laughs> trained in math at all so uh, I couldn't demonstrate this. I'm more of a translating it from, you know, hearing physicists talk and just aspiring to be that smart, and then being able to, tr- you know, translate it <laughs> layman ways. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'd be like, I don't know, it'd be like, uh, I'd be like Patrick Starr or something. My yeah. brain would just be like, what? <laughs> With the light, with the light bulb noise noise effect yeah. happening. Yeah. <laughs> I I know we're supposed to yeah. talk about talk about music, but we can't you can't bring up Patrick Starr and have me not talk about his parent the episode where his parents come in because that yeah. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like oh all right we don't have a son oh yeah and then his his parents come to visit and him, right. Patrick Marty. and his parents. It's like, okay, yeah. what? Marty, Jared, Marty. I, got, I can just recite. Like, who are you? Who are you, people? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> recite this podcast <laughs> now. It's, I have to. It's, like, it's crazy, man. I mean, the, the music is good in that show, though. We could tie that now. <laughs> hey, the, the song is, and the, that for, that show for sure is, is, I know the Simpsons has been running longer, but I, I swear I going through day to day, like at my call center work and at, I'm not at the office. I haven't been there for a while. I'm working from home, but, uh, just so many people, I, I can hear SpongeBob references to, uh, not, not, you know, frequently, but I just hear SpongeBob references more than I do like Simpsons references. And I mean, I mean, it's adults about our age, you know, and the, but yeah, even, they grew up with it. So it's, it's like been 20 years since the, most of the classic episodes came out. So that's crazy. Like a lot. So yeah, our, our age group, right. So, so the people in our age group would know that stuff now around that. And like the younger ones would be like, would know maybe the newer episodes, but I don't know, maybe they went back and saw it, but. I don't, I don't know though. I don't know. If... <laughs> the it does it. I know some younger. When I say younger, I'm talking like twenty to twenty two to twenty four. I know some of them are also familiar with 
classic SpongeBob too, at least because they probably just reran the show, you know, so much that um, it's kind of like Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That didn't that was yeah, out, that before, came out before our time. But I all so many of my friends also. I was late to it. I did get into it in like junior high or something or high school, kind of like a year or two after everyone was hyping up or uh, at least I was hearing about it, but I can't remember. When did the show come out? It was before. It was definitely before. uh, Like, yeah, like 88 or something like mm -hmm. that. I'm 99 or sorry, 90, 1990. And you're 89, right? All right. I guess Uh, we should. Sorry. Exactly. No, I don't care. Yeah, 1989. I'm giving out super information. But anyway, uh, I have to do. <laughs> yes, my date of birth, my last four of the social. Social. Because that, that's what that's I have number. to ask every customer yeah, or every caller. It's like, and your zip code, please? Oh, yeah. Like oh, and, and Chet's, uh, Chet's administrative tip of of the week don't don't put register any of your stuff to fake information please don't do that because then when you yeah if you rent a car and you put it under a fake name and then you have to do anything with that car you're you can't prove that right and so exactly that's what i work with all the time is that people buy domain names and they, they're like, I don't want to tell big businesses my my real name. I got to keep my information private. So they put fake information. And then when they can't get into their account, they can't prove who they are. So don't use fake names <laughs> or <laughs> use an alias. You can get actual legal aliases. And I've seen it. I've got with paperwork. I mean, you can be Thomas Anderson and then Neo. I want to go through that. Can be both. We were just talking yeah, about that. It's under both. the hack, the hacker alias Neo. One of one of my, uh, and I think you've you've probably heard me say it before, but one of my joke answers is both or both or neither. Someone will ask me a question, you know, or either or question. I'll say, hmm, how about both or neither, and or something, and it's hard to point a certain situation exactly where i'd use it but i i guess i like saying that because it it, it can't be neither <laughs> it has to be one or the other or both and i mean i try to use it in circumstances where it can't be neither but uh and then they're just like huh no or uh, do they understand or a fork in the road what do we go left or right but and i say both or neither and so i'm saying we go left and right or we just stay stopped i guess i don't know <laughs> we'll sit here neither anyway uh so that'll conclude uh our five minute philosophy with spongebob uh yeah. that was more than five minutes of course we're not holding ourselves to it it's just five minutes is an expression for quickness so uh, as there is artistic expressions out there uh there's a band called like 10 years or something and they're not 10 years and they're not 10 years old or something like that. So uh, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, 10 years, it's a, it's a rock band that's right. And it's a band. And <laughs> that's why I'm saying there's expression. So anyway, we will go on to the music mining section. Yeah. The uh, music. Uh, it's like musica. Yeah, music. <laughs> we don't have any. Uh, it's like. 
how uh, Kraftwerk pronounces it, like a an electronic group. <laughs> I like. It's like Musica. No, yeah. They're like um, German, I think. There's a. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any cool segment music either, but uh, we'll just. We don't need that, but cut to a quick ad break. Just kidding, it's ad free content. Screw ads. <laughs> right. It's like Dollar Shave Club. No. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Raycon the headphones. The Manscape Lawnmower 3. We shouldn't be saying this. We're just giving them free. <laughs> We're just giving them free plugins. Just just a meme on them, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Find these Raycons. And, uh, right. Yeah, Raycons all over the place. The noise cancellation capabilities are not. It's it's kind of frustrating when when there's a channel I like and then they start pitching Raycons again and then it's like dang it yeah either that or Shadow Raid Legends or yeah sure. Shadow Shadow Raid Legends everywhere <laughs> it's uh <sighs> yeah. it's yeah and and Fantano I, at least he uh because we're we're just a music channel and we're going to reference Neil Drop quite often and Anthony Fantano um <laughs> he so anyway. The Ridge Wallet. Yeah, the Ridge Wallet. And uh, I have looked at those because I was like, oh, I wonder how much. Oh, $125. Oh, yeah. I looked at it once too. I was like, yeah, I might buy this. I mean, I, I would want one. They look good, but just not anytime soon. <laughs> I can't. But it, they look cool. And it's not that I'm saying that it's not necessarily worth the money with just how I have to prioritize money. I can't really just... I just buy myself a wallet, you know, like I want to, I want another tattoo. I, I'm not just getting another tattoo. I want other. Uh, That'd be like a gift. That's like the best gift thing. Like, especially for, you know, like a dad or just, uh, I mean, a friend or something like that, like a wall, you know, a nice wallet. Yeah. It's uh, just be sure to use uh promo code melon. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. I have the promo code right now. It's just because the coupon code. No, coupon code. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah save ten percent off. I want to tell people to use that now for for my work. You try coupon code melon. Like, yeah, they didn't work either because because my if you're buying a domain name. There's often coupon codes and like a trip. You know, it's a. It's like that should have worked. What's going hmm, on? That should have worked. That's so weird. It must be the system. Here, I'll refresh my side really quick. Okay, try again, and then you try again. It doesn't work. Okay, here, let me try one more thing, and then like, and then you just tap on the keyboard. Like, hold on, I'm processing this. Hold on. That it's access denied. Always scan this section. What did I turn on my? <laughs> I turned on the ease of access thing. <laughs> wow. Here, let me turn it off. There we go. That was funny. That probably picked up. Yeah. That's all good. If we had a friend, no, and our and our guest Windows, uh, <laughs> the Windows ease of access, is our our guest for the day. Uh, did you hear that? Because I accidentally turned on. Oh uh, yeah, I did. Not, it doesn't matter. It's just kind of funny because I was uh, demonstrating how I you know, mess with the keyboard and anyway. So to music, to music section, Devin, uh, I have some musical stuff to talk about. But did you have? Uh, did you want to start us off? Or do you want me to? Do you? Do we, have, we can do rock paper scissors. 
<laughs> right. So, yeah, like one, two, three. No, I go on. No, so I can't no, no, we're going on shoot. No, no, we're going on one, two, three, shoot, go. No, no, no. I wonder if anyone did that, like counted and then said said it out loud, rock, paper, and it's like, wait, what did you say? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you're both you... talking at once. You wouldn't be able to. <laughs> no one can hear each other. <laughs> right. No, I said that. I heard it. No, no I heard rock. No, I, I rock. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. But um, yeah, I can uh, just start, I guess. Uh, Do I... it. Dive. <sighs> dive, dive, I, dive. Uh, it's like, yeah, deep dive. Deep dive or deep the... sea diver. Oh, that's yeah. right. Or a holy diver, like an old metal song or something. Yeah. Um, that sounds familiar. Dio or something. Yeah, Dio, holy diver, I think. Yeah, something like that. But uh, I've just been into the Dirty Projectors new EP, if you ever heard of Dirty Projectors before. I I feel like I have heard the the name but i maybe i maybe i'm confusing it with like car seat headrest because i feel like there's a, a few of these that's in like the wheelhouse like the similar you know in the alternative mm-hmm. and and what is their name again i'm sorry and i've heard of i've heard some car seat stuff but um uh it's called dirty projectors dirty projectors. like it's a okay. yeah it's like a dirty projector yeah yeah if the audience just, you know no wants no too just clarifying yeah yeah i was just <laughs> like, what, what, is, what am i funny what am i funny to you? Yeah, like what kind the, of what uh, kind of funny yeah it's like us, funny uh, funny how ha, ha, like how like, uh <laughs> that would suck yeah, that was could be caught in that. You'd have to just be like, "Yeah, never mind." <laughs> yeah, dude, just, just stop. Just please stop. I, I was just joking. Please, like Joe Pesci and I. Was... <laughs> Man, that'd be insane. But uh, but yeah, uh, I'm into they. They're planning on releasing five EPs during the year, and like as a goal or something. And uh, they're just released number three, so it's similar to like a, you know the gorillas thing they have a set amount they're trying to re- release yeah um and, and they and they've released the third out of five and uh i mean that's good progress I, they got still time right <clears throat> exactly yeah yeah i listened to the third one today and it's it's different <clears throat> like on the th- on the third uh latest release the the mastermind, the front man um, behind the group. Um, he, in all the older projects, he was like the main lead singer and would also, you know, write a lot of the song, most of the songs. But on the first two EPs, he had other singers uh, on it. So it's like he had, for the, the three EPs so far, he had himself on the latest one and then two different singers on the other two EPs. So it's like almost like a different, all three EPs are like way different, basically is what I'm trying to say. So it's, yeah, you could still tell because of his production, he has like his style. So you can kind of still tell, but it just was unexpected for him to have like 
three different singers on three EPs. So, but, but, um, the first, the first EP, especially called, I would recommend called windows open. Sorry. I see windows open. Okay. Yeah. That the song overlord is one of my favorite songs of this entire year so far. Like, cool. No joke. Like, I'm just, like, love that, like, so much. What kind of song is like, it? I don't know. It's like, um, um, almost like, like a uh, alt indie folk or, like, okay. kind of sort of thing. But it's, like, catchy as hell. Like, does it have more energy? Is it more, like, introspective yeah, more, or quiet? Or uh, more, no, more energy. It's it's catchy okay. and low. But it's also low-key, though. It's not, like, a booming, you know, banger beat or anything. Yeah. But um, it's just... Yeah, it's it's still, it's just like amazing. I don't know. It's like, for me, it's like just like perf perfection almost. I don't know for what it is. Cool. Like that track. I don't know. But uh, I mean, I like other the whole thing, the whole EP. But that track in particular was just like holy for me. So you'd say you found a diamond in the rough of twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, for sure, that's and this is uh, <laughs> what we're doing. This is what the mission is. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm being weird, but your mission, if you choose <laughs> to accept it. But um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's just it's kind of like gorillas in a way. Where Dirty Projectors, their last album was like disappointing to me, or it was just average or okay compared to some of their older stuff but this new stuff's like they're coming back guns blazing so it's like gorillas almost it's like what the? like all through out of nowhere these three eps are like great it's like what so versus their last couple were like you know not bad but just uh not like this yeah, and I don't know, I'm unfamiliar with the band, but I'm just looking through their discography, and they, I mean, they look very active, because studio albums have the first one, 2003, but then they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then they've got three old EPs, too. The last EP, though, was 2012, and it looks like they probably focused, you know, on, uh, they made some EPs, got kind of known, and then probably focused on, uh, well, they were... Most their albums were even before 2012, but uh, they kind of uh, blew up more with the 2009 album, the Biddy Orca, or uh -huh. it's called. That was that. like that's regarded as their like classic, basically, like their, their magnum opus or whatever of that band. Mm -hmm. If you talk about like some of the best alternative indie alternative, that album comes up so a lot of the time. Interesting. Okay, I okay uh and then it looks like after 2012 they they took a break and then kind of uh that uh they actually had some internal complications in some where the band broke up yeah that period <laughs> sadly <laughs> it's not but, uncommon uh, and then they get <laughs> find common ground again it you know they're got some ideas or maybe they have new people did they have new people probably do uh some i think so yeah i I um, it's been a while since I looked up the information, but I definitely these singers haven't been on their past 
records that mm-hmm. I've heard, at least the new ones, but they're so different. Like the, the other, like windows open has, you know, one female singer that flight tower, um, has another female singer that's way different sounding like style stylistic. And yeah. then the, the latest one is him. So it's like, yeah, it's crazy. And, uh, so Windows Open, is that your favorite of the three? Uh, probably. Overall, probably. Even though Flight Tower, like, as a whole, is up, like, right there with it. Neck okay. to neck. But, but Flight Tower doesn't have a track, like, gets me as quite as Overlord. <laughs> but I still love, but I still love, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, the whole thing. So for someone like me who's never checked them out, should uh, should I just dive into Windows Open, start there, and then try Flight Tower, and then move on to older stuff if I'm liking it? Uh, yeah, you probably could. Because I'm all that's what I'm trying to find is just always more more things to explore. So I'm it's uh, yeah, I would re- yeah, I would recommend it. Cool. I will. I mean, that's just how. Uh, for someone that is a fan of their music, or well, I'm not trying to label you. I just mean that you you seem knowledgeable. So how do you recommend I approach it? I mean, I can just start with their old stuff, and I kind of like I always like a chronological approach. But uh, sometimes it's it's better. Uh, there's some bands that <laughs> might are kind of off or putting or like you you un- can understand them. But, like My Dying Bright, I always remember, is a band that I found more accessible, like their newer, later stuff being more accessible than, you know, their old, older stuff. Yeah, can, mm-hmm. like the Dreadful Hours or before that, or even, um, yeah, you're like their 1997, the yeah. yeah, like, night. I forget what it's called, like the 1993 or album or something. I'm so rusty with my Dying Bright knowledge. I, I used to I, know I, I listened so to like everything before yeah, yeah. by them I, once. But. I had them mastered for sure. They were one of my favorite bands. Like, I, I mean, I knew like the band members' names and like, you know, some of the instruments they use. Cause I mean, I was, I was trying to play plus like some of their songs and stuff. And, uh, uh, I, I remember, I remember, you know, the main classics, like a line of deathless Kings or whatever, and, like was you know beloved from them i i really loved uh alain deathless kings um and then what was that my one before it that was my wine and silence uh yeah yeah the wreckage of my flesh track or whatever the wreckage of my flesh the prize of beauty blue lotus um, Catherine blake uh a lot lot of those there's another track on there i'm not remembering but uh off that album and then they had another for liza sire but that one was still good too uh i i liked it mm-hmm. and then from there i it, that was kind of the last i i did hear some of the their album after that but i didn't really keep up and i wasn't into it uh but their older stuff being less accessible was the point and that's where how they made some of their fan base because they helped kind of create the death doom metal genre like mixing death metal with doom metal them and a few other bands but they were one of the big pioneers. And then as they started doing more clean vocals and more, 
you know, just more cleaner stuff, more sort of gothic. Like they got more poetic and not that they weren't before, but it, it, it they also got very, uh, like showy, like dramatic where it, they had sort of this, uh, uh, you know, like a catch to them where they're more of a sad look like they're, I'm trying to remember some of the costumes that they used to dress. And I had a, even a video of like a DVD of them, of a, of a concert, one of their big concerts. And they were all like the main vocalist looked like he was in um like a street jacket. They were all like in these. And, and he was in like all the band members were dressed in like nice, shirt like dressers but it still looked very somber so uh anyway i haven't listened to them for a while but they uh i did hear some songs a while ago but so dirty projectors i'm sorry let me take it back a step i went off in one of my uh nostalgia just remembrance tangents i just got remembering my dying bride and was like whoa so but so Three projectors. I will start with uh, windows open, and it, I mean, do you think that's a good, a fine approach, a good battle strategy? Yeah, I mean, I that's probably just bias that I really like it, but I mean, oh, that's fine. Yeah. You couldn't go wrong with you know the Biddy Orca their two thousand nine mm-hmm. album, since that's you know known as their best, and I do like it a lot, but. Just, you know, if you want, like, something, the latest stuff that's good and, you know, if you want to hear, like, the five EPs and be in that conversation, listening to their newer stuff would be cool. Yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting to kind of report on that, too, so, because uh, that's something newer, uh, cool, 30 projectors. Uh, and you said it was... Yeah, I've been into them since 2012, so... Cool. So you've known about them for a while. Uh, I liked them for a while. And it's mostly with, is it mostly one guy who kind of helms a project? Yeah, at least uh, after the 2012 album. Mm-hmm. Um, but even back then too, yeah, he was kind of the uh, ringleader, so yeah, to speak. Like so the gatherer the front, of all front the... Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the front mm-hmm. man or something. The, uh, the, gosh, the Nick Fury, not that I'm a like one into those movies but like he assembled all them right <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah david longstreth or longstreth yeah that's right dave mm-hmm. longstreth exactly uh, i was like looking up information like context on the band uh just kind of fun well uh one album that i got into recently i heard a song from it the album came out in 2018. I heard a song from it earlier this year, or last year, and it sounded okay. It just sounded sort of derivative. I don't know if it was actually off this album, but then a friend, a, one of my work friends, told me to check this album out. I was like, "Oh, I guess I'll, I'll give it a try again." And man, uh, so I'm pretty sure I brought it up to you before. It's, it, so it's Daughters, it's the band, and it's "You Won't Get What You Want." And this album is scary. I think I did hear it at least a track or two off of it since I saw like a fan Anthony Fantano <laughs> review, I think. So. I thought I saw his review of it too. And that's how I originally heard it. And I think that I 
heard a song off of it and I just what I guess I wasn't in the mood or something and was because I, I do like um like darker like crazy I do like dark stuff I I mean I also like can I can like ex, like a noise music experience like a crazy weird noise music uh yeah yeah I, I I love Sonic Youth even even their older work which is like called no wave i think so it's like <laughs> noisy <laughs> and uh but yeah so I i've not get really explored that i know i've heard some of their pop songs but i've just never really explored into their discography so i'm i know of sonic youth but i've just never really checked them out yeah yeah they're just like my third favorite band of all time pretty much but oh, i know it's like yeah that's right there only yeah (laughs) but i just um you know but but back to your thing anyway yeah daughter so uh this and i haven't checked out their other i don't know anything really i don't know much about the band i don't know much about their history i know they had just looking at their discography they had uh hadn't made anything for a while their album before this came out in 2010 and then they just sort of uh seems like they you know broke up didn't have anything to do and then they came back in 2018 with this crazy creepy album uh this you won't get what you want which as someone who's listened to because I, I used to consider myself a doom metal connoisseur where i i knew I feel like this is my favorite Swedish doom metal band. This is my favorite Norwegian doom metal band. This is my favorite. Like I could compartmentalize so much with it. And just, I knew I was trying to find these, these, you know, Hindu metal bands from all over, all over the world. And uh, as someone who's just explored a lot of uh, sad rock metal stuff, this album is just, it sounds like a it it sounds like a horror movie it really sounds like like a <laughs> they're it's weird their songs are it sounds uh, like a freak show yeah it, i mean it, it it's kind of it's haunting to to listen to it's it's not just a de, like it's not exactly depressive it's more it's weird. It's sort of haunting. It's hard. I've even had another friend, or uh, yeah, another friend listen to it. I was like, check, check out the song, and he commented that, it, like, his heart was racing, like, from the song. I was like, I know it's it's just, it's intense. It's it's weird. Uh, it feels like, uh, like listening to a horror movie. But there's also, in the genre of like doom, uh, not necessarily doom metal, but doom. There's another uh how to say a section of music called drone where things are very like droned out and slow and and uh it's very ambient and there's some horror like drone doom bands out there there's one i used to like that the music was so scary it's not i mean it's not like um it it is just, just scary sounds yeah unsettling sounds yeah unsettling like sounds like, strung together. like if you're if you're alone in a dark room you might not <laughs> it's right it's like playing it's like playing the any of those games like the old slender man game or the uh 
Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, or there's that Amnesia, that that game where if you can turn the lights on and you can go in the sunlight and then you'll say like, yeah, this this game is boring or this music is boring, but you're also not like you're you're not using it the way it was like made and, and kind of it's and you're breaking its intention, you know, uh, that's why I had to give up on Resident okay. Evil 7 playing because I could only play it. I, I just it was too stressful. So, yeah, like, I can't. And, too, it scares me too much this game. And, and this and that's where like, I I can't really listen to. I, I remember the the one drone doom band that I was remembering that this that this album, this daughter's album rem, somewhat reminds me of, but just with kind of real songs in a way is a anyway that drone doom band was called gnaw their teeth gnaw their tongues yeah gnaw their tongues i think and it, creepy name has a creepy band picture uh it just sounds like uh yeah gnaw their gnaw their tongues gnaw like n-a-w uh like gnaw and it's a gnaw it's their like tongues gnaw, yeah. bro yeah gnaw bro <laughs> no i'm gonna Nah, on you, bro. I'm gonna chew, chew you, bro. <laughs> what? Why are you saying you chew me? Anyway, so um, <laughs> yeah, nah, their tongues. That was this band's name, and they, uh, yeah, they just they just made unsettling music. But this this band, uh, Daughters, in this album, it's 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 not just like a collection of unsettling sounds. These are actually more like you know constructed songs, and they what I really like about it is the songs take unusual. I, I, I'm kind of a, you know, I really like unusual progressions and these songs kind of, it seems like the point of their songs is to kind of go in ways, not that is constructually bad, but ways that you don't really want it to go. Like it will keep. And at first I, I was off put by that in the way where I thought it was, um, I kind of like they may repeat um, verses or parts for not extensively long, but for longer than like you want it to. And then from there, it takes an even eerier turn because they start including include all sorts of sour notes and um, like uh, like. I, I'm not into a music theory, so I don't have all the best terminology for it, but they, they play things that feel off, off, maybe not necessarily off key, but, uh, very like intentional notes. Yes. It's, and it's all in, yeah, intentional. And it's just creates this haunting effect. It's, it's in this, like something's wrong, you know, to create yeah, this it's kind like, of something's this wrong. Doesn't sound right. And, it's like, am I hearing this right? Am I freaking out here? Or, that, am, I, <laughs> or am I, am I tripping or, you know, something like that? Yeah. And, uh, it, it's, it, this, this album, I mean, I've heard it, uh, I've played it a lot of times now, so I'm, I'm, it's probably something, it, it seems like something where you would kind of have to be paying attention. Like you, you know, it's not like a background sort of thing to really get the, you know, which is, you know, a good thing too, but it's, it seems like something you would have to kind of concentrate on a little bit to really see, appreciate, you know. To yes, get the best, it does. Uh, it does. Uh, the music goes better with more thought. It's not, it's not meant. I'm at a point where I've kind of, 
it's grown on me so much that I kind of hear stuff in the, in the background, but I also, it's not that I, it is, it is definitely not the preferred way for this because I've noticed myself, uh, cause I put on my music when I have to do my chores a lot and I have my kids that will ask me for, for help or for things. And, you know, I'll have this album playing and it will have just <laughs> put me in this like weird kind of perspective. And then the kids, you know, if they, if they, they interrupt, they they'll like hey can i have some water and like and i have to pause it and like uh it just sort of clashes and, and it's at a weird part where he's like where he was like losing his mind on the album and then <laughs> it's just and, like hey can i have some apple juice or something <laughs> or something like yeah that. yeah <laughs> string cheese and but that's that's what happens and it just sort of clashes with the mood that's where it, it's easy to listen to like i don't know more dancier upbeat music or like a or like something with raps or, or something. something yeah or death grips or uh like a gr- pure aggression yeah. or something <laughs> yeah pure aggression most of the time and, uh, and this and <laughs> oh the in daughters too what's interesting is that they don't have screamed vocals or like death vocals no, de- at all death vocals no right. it's not it's not that it's not it's not or what about screamo no, they don't have screaming at all. It's not oh, screaming. Wow. So, because I know it's, I know it's different. You know, growling versus screaming. So, I just wanted to clarify. Right. There's, it's not there's the same no, thing, so. there's none of that. He is, it is. He's more. But the vocals are still unsettling, though. You were saying, or was it just the music portion? That it's um, mostly, mostly the music. But I would say it does, it ha- it does come together with the production because the vocals do it attribute it to it like i would say that is a layer to it but this guy because he he more of like i i need to say i don't want to say the word shout because it's not that like it's not yelling he it is actually like talking but it's almost like a stressful talking like Devin, you really need to get i, I don't know how to exactly to describe it but it's, it's almost it's like, not like shout let it all and all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I had to. <laughs> come on, Devin. <laughs> no, just come yeah. on, Devin. You know. uh, I was holding it back, but yeah. I was like, no, I uh, shots fired. No, um, it's it, anyway. This uh, I liked it. It was good. Um, but this uh, his vocals. He they're clean vocals, but they're more, they feel like they get. Uh, it's kind of loud in the mix. It's hard to or not necessarily. They get but. drowned out. It almost feels like he's, it feels like he's trying to shout, but the horror music, it almost feels like the person is trying to give you the vocals is like giving you this like warning message, but the, the music is like he's screaming kind of dr- out for someone to help him and you can't. And it like, drowns him like it sort of drown it creates this effect where it, it, it yeah the, the horror music like that element feels like it overpowers the the vocals because there's some of his words that you can't hear over some of the music sometimes but it really feels in intentional uh and it's like did they record his voice like it sounds like he is trying to speak at like a higher like louder register you know like amplify his voice but he also sounds further he sounds like 
drowned out by the things, by the music. And the music is so, it can be like steady and haunting or just chaotic at points. And it's more noise than anything, but. uh, Like a very dynamic or like dynamics um, play a large role, seems like. Yeah, it's uh, so the album kind of goes in directions. Why I love it is the songs go in directions like you, you sort of don't want them to go that, that just make them more haunting. You know, you you don't want to hear it because it makes it more sad. You know, you're you're you want to hear more. Mm-hmm. It's, you it's won't I want to say what you fun. want. Yes, it's it's yeah, and it's 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 so like um, it's so intentionally like well. Craft. I just I love the directions that it goes because it, it you hear sounds that you just it's like that not that they sh- they can't go together but you wouldn't you don't really want them to go together and it's it's it creates eerie you know effect that would just generally you know signals danger or you know like the some kind of emergency or alert and it just it's yeah <laughs> it's it's a fun it's kind of a fun it's if you like are if you are thrilled out you know if you like thrills from horror movies and stuff but this is a this is this album also isn't anything that's like cannibal corpse or uh anything you don't have gory lyrics you don't have and, and it's not just it's not just um uh, and like the, production the, that's yeah the lyrics aren't overly sad too it's not like um not not nothing like uh it's like the wreckage of my flesh right nothing like that where where (laughs) loose the dogs of of disgrace upon me like that that's in that's in that that's not from daughters that's in the wreckage of my flesh didn't they have another song like i cannot be loved or something yeah they did yeah i cannot be loved and i said yeah and and these these songs are like that uh I just want to say they're not so blatant like that, where it's just not so like life sucks and everything's sad. And, and although one of their songs is, is called less sex and that's like, they're, it's the only song they have a music video for that one's a little on the nose, but no, uh, just, but the song doesn't even express anything like exactly about that. Like it doesn't say anything about like necessarily tying a love life. And that's where the lyrics are all, vague but sort of but they're still descriptive but they're they feel vague too it, the lyrics are never my my gravity too and uh but they're still more interesting here they just it, I, i'm glad that more blatant stuff isn't said or like more obvious things aren't said uh when they could have because uh i don't know this this album is just intense and it's really fun uh i guess the if i had to pick out it's hard if i if i have a favorite song on there it's it's either i probably have to go with this one called long road no turns uh but there's also this other one called the reason they hate me uh it's uh it's but this out those two are really good there's another song called Daughter, so it's funny that Daughters has a song called Daughter. Uh, but <laughs> almost like a title tr- or a track, or yeah, like it's a... almost like a title track, yeah. And then, <laughs> but uh, th- this this album is uh, 
lot of fun. That's what I've been into lately. And I was kind of unexpected because I've been more into rap overall lately. And then I just heard this. It's not even metal. This they're they're not metal. They're more noise rock, hard rock. But um, they have metal-y parts. But it's not. You can't like be a a rock band and have a metal part and then it's metal. You know they. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's more like it's like how Catatonia went. They were metally before, but then they went to more hard rock instead. Yeah, and they still have a part where like it gets maybe the song progresses into a metal like segment where now they're they're doing like blast beats or something or, or not or like double bass or you know uh, heavy riffing. Not in not in this album, but uh, Catatonia. Um, I just mean that you can have a rock song that progresses into like like a metalish part just for intensity. Um, but that still doesn't make you the, like a metal album or a metal artist, you know, you're just using, you just, so what I mean is there's, there's some parts in the daughter's album that seem kind of heavy, but it's not, it's not really metal. Cause they're not, they're not really, it's not about the riffs. It's all like noise, noise music and the drums are, very intense like percussors but there's not double bass there's not like the elements of it's not like clobbering you over the head or something like you know some which is fine but it's not yeah a lot like where like it's overwhelming almost like holy you know it's uh yeah it's just not it's not metal in the sense where um the uh because the production is is loud for it, but the when I say it's not metal, it's not. I'm talking about like the like the play style because they're the the songs are not about like the riffs and the uh, the drums. Like there's no double bass or blast beats, anything yeah like that. It's and all no, very like, like soloy stuff. Or mm-hmm, anything. Mm-hmm, none of that. So it's it's very it's very unmetal, but there's very. Uh, there's there's a lot of metal influence in it for sure and so it's i can really see how um and and even the album cover looks like some scary album cover it looks like something off of the movie annihilation then it looks the album color album cover looks looks disturbing and uh i i love it but hate it and you know because it looks like this uncanny valley human bear skull thing um it really reminds me of of this that zombie bear creature in Annihilation. That's uh, insane. And that, yeah, the noise it made. Yeah, the, the screaming, the human scream. So it was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it was, it was a really cool creature, but man, it was uh, uh. scary. But uh, <laughs> moving on, <laughs> uh, did you, did you have any, uh, another project that you wanted to mention? Or, uh, I, uh, it's, <laughs> I feel like I'm just the head, the music space I've been in is just the super low key, like not all the time, but low key, like acoustic, you know, indie alternative folky type of stuff. Like, uh, um, Bill Callahan, I guess I've been liking his latest album, uh, Bill Callahan. Yeah. He, um, I believe Anthony Fantano uh, reviewed his last album in 2019, but and I that's where I first heard him. But he had a new record this year, 
um, his style, like it's, yeah, it's like that, you know, spare arrangements, like acoustic guitar and, you know, additional instruments here and there, but it's like, I guess some people might like show it as like dad rock or something, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't really care though, dude. I just like love this stuff. It's, I don't know. I just like the low key, like acoustic stuff. That's, you know, just pleasant to the ears. And he's the subject matter. He's talking about like, his, you know, domestic married life and, He's like in his mid-50s, I think. So, you know, he's experienced things. And um, just so it's, I can, you know, get into or understand some of the lyrics and stuff he's talking about. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just, uh, and he, he, I haven't really heard too many artists that have like a deeper voice. So it's kind of interesting. Like he has a deeper mm -hmm. voice, uh, vocal st singing style. So it's, I guess, you know, kind of refreshing in a way. Yeah. It looks that. like he was part of another project called smog. Did you? Right. Or, I, I've, yeah. I know about that, but I haven't heard anything. Okay. I, I'm still like, pretty fresh on bill callahan like i heard his last record the shepherd in a sheepskin vest mm -hmm. um which and i like, loved it last year so i was wait, waiting for this one to come out and, is the new one out gold record yeah okay. uh that's right gold record i'm on his discography already so <laughs> it, it's it's super fresh like last week like oh, dude. september <laughs> september 4th <laughs> Like two days ago, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, but this is... but 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 he he's mm -hmm. I haven't seen this happen before where he released like all the songs by the time the record came out. Like he released every song individually, like one at a time, until almost every song was already out by the time the record was. How did he release to be them? Out. Like on Spotify or something? Like. Uh, uh, yeah, like Apple Music, Spotify, yeah. stuff like that. You just made them so, available on like on exactly. Oh. So I've been I've been like hearing every new track as it came out, but now I've heard the whole thing in its entirety. Uh, yeah, I've heard Fantano so. kind of rag on that, like not mm -hmm. not specifically Bill Callahan, but just that um, yeah methodology before mm -hmm. where and it kind of makes sense where he uh, well I, what I mean is that. I'm not trying to write on Bill Callahan here. It, it does seem weird when you have, um, uh, it, I mean, I respect him just, out. just, just <laughs> it just seems like why make the album if, if you, if you were just, uh, but maybe, maybe he just wants to do both. So he, he wants to release all those songs and amass them into an album. Like he doesn't need to like hold them together to just promote record sales. He just wants to have the songs out there. And then if you want to buy the album, that you can do that too. So it's, it seems maybe that's not what he was thinking, but yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure. I, but I definitely, you know, don't prefer that method myself. I, I kind of listen to each new track like once and then just tried to be patient so that mm -hmm. I wouldn't uh, burn out 
the whole, like whole thing beforehand. It just doesn't seem fair to like tease out an album with like several songs and then make the album available. And then that is the songs that were like, that were just teased. Cause then it just feels like you didn't really get anything that, uh, not, not, and I'm not saying that is the the case with this. So I'm, I'm not, uh, yeah, it's, it's unusual. I mean, I, I just kind of had patience and, mm-hmm. um, rest, restrained myself from listening to the whole album that, you know, as each song came out. So yeah. it's, it's maintained its freshness when I, when the whole thing finally came out. So it's still like, it's brand new. Just in my case, I mean, it was a challenge because I wanted to listen to it, but I had plenty of other stuff. So it was, that's the best way about it is if, if you have plenty of other stuff to do, just put it on the back burner. But yeah, now that it's out, um, it's just up my alley, like the type of music. I don't know. I just like the laid back uh, pleasant sound. I mean, and then I get, and then I get, uh, my, you know, my energetic songs too. Like I've been listening to this punk album as well that I can, you know, mention, but yeah, with, uh, with this one, I, I like it. I mean, it's, I preferred his one last year, but I still, you know, solid gold no. so <laughs> it's called gold yeah <laughs> yeah so as someone who's never listened to uh bill Callahan, or should i should i check out shepherd like just as far as your favorites i don't yeah. know it's your, yeah. your favorite your bias, yeah, I, I, check out i'd say the shepherd one it's first yeah okay just because cool. that's it is the better record and in my opinion i like both mm-hmm. but um and they're both similar but uh that one just um yeah it's just would be more easily recommended first yeah. to start off okay. but i but you know i i totally get if you know someone's not into it or if it's i don't want to say boring but if, if they're just if it's doesn't have enough like bite to it for someone i would understand but for me it's I, i'm I'm all for it. So. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things, I'm kind of a strange listener because a lot of things I can gravitate to, but I have to be in a mood for. And so I will hear some, and I know that's the case with a, a lot of people, but I guess what I mean is that I will hear music and will say, oh, I'm not really feeling this right now, but I'll try to make a mental note of it. And then I will be, and this is what happened with like Death Grips. I, I didn't really care for it at first. And then, I parts of songs would pop into my head and I was like, Hey, I kind of want to hear that. And then I liked the song more. And then I listened through the album again and like some more songs, but still wasn't kind of feeling the whole thing. And then it's not that I tried to like it. It's that I slowly felt like I understood the music more. And I don't like, um, I think it says I don't force anything. I, I just try to just feel it. But there's times that I know that I'm just not the, I can identify this is something I might like, but I'm just not feeling it now. Or this is something that, yeah, just pass off her. So it's a, uh, I mean, I, this would be something I, I could hear Shepard in a sheepskin vest and then uh, maybe just not 
love it at first and then uh or and then it pops in or not or i love it right away we'll see Sorry. yeah you you'd probably just have to hear like just so even like the first track to kind of know if you <laughs> want it want mm -hmm. it or not basically <laughs> like just the style of like the first track if you're like eh, you know then i you might not have to continue just because it's it's the style it's his style yeah so. it's fairly short tracks too like two two to four minutes mostly on on that album huh exactly it's a lot 60 man album like uh 20 songs it's uh it's cool though like big collection of you get a um they're probably each like i i'm into uh, punk and like the short, potent, short and sweet songs, like they just that exactly. say what like they're trying minute, to say, and, and, and yeah, and, and then they they make their point and then they're done. You know, kind of. The, I like those too. So uh, this is, it. yeah, I, I almost prefer those overall to the long slogs that are like five plus minutes. Like you can sometimes those are those evoke feelings that these shorter ones can't possibly do ever but sometimes but that backfires almost more often than not where you're ready for it to end yeah and i, don't know. I like a, a lot of short songs sometimes uh a lot of punk and like rancor stuff has minute long songs and just just sometimes like 45 second songs and minute and a half songs and i those those are all those are fun too i i like uh i feel like i like the shorter songs too i do um it just hard it gets tough because i get guessing moods but overall i do like the um because i used to with do metal i used to really like the long songs that had like a lot of like progression plus and a lot of, yeah like <laughs> like opeth or something yeah and and uh <laughs> exactly opeth uh draconian um there's uh swallow the sign but oh yeah um, i mean there's some songs that i that i like so much i don't want them to end even though they're like eight minutes like uh just just a random thing like the joanna newsome the divers this mm -hmm. the title track song like i like it i love it so much that it's like already like seven eight minutes and i'm like damn it it has to end god repeat like i want it button. yeah exactly <laughs> right it's like not short it's like it should be enough for me but i i don't know once she gets going it's so stuff like that yeah yeah and uh and that's where sometimes the short songs are like man this song is so short i just i wish it could yeah, just be longer like, and i want more sometimes okay. the songs are sometimes even the short songs uh can feel long though or like they're not saying anything and those like could be poorly constructed or you know maybe maybe that's the point but i just mean yeah i don't know what, what i'm even trying to say right now i just generally talking about like that one track off i know it's like random but the kid cuddy like the we i song i think you yeah were mentioning it, yeah it seems like similar to yeah. that where it's like it's a, like a couple of minutes i think or something and it's feels longer it's just like an interlude type like it was thing almost. four or five minutes and it's like two, yeah it's like two and a <laughs> yeah. half minutes and it's like, come on. <laughs> There's uh just kind of mentioning the that daughter's album quickly. There was parts like that that felt like it goes 
it's like a two and a half minute song and it felt like man this is scary how long I, it's been going on for a while and it's and it's it's like have mercy it's <laughs> and it's been happening for like two minutes and yeah um it's uh um anyway uh it's cool though i liked a lot of these two minute songs because that you get to just hear them and you yeah and there's no mm-hmm. you know they don't segue into each other really so you can you know kind of listen to a few here and there mm-hmm. or the whole thing at once so it's like cool since some al- some albums are like harder almost to listen to a few or one or two at a time like you feel like eh, i have to listen to the whole thing yeah uh to pimp a butterfly like, and yeah say. that's exactly what i <laughs> literally what i thought of yeah uh that's where it's like i can't really like i feel like listening to this one but i can't i have to hear the whole thing i can't i don't know i have trouble to just jump into all right (laughs) you know that one the black or the berry (laughs) i like having the build-up to those songs and uh i know we'll have to dive into kendrick more another day but uh but just um dig site you know found kendrick lamar you know for you're right we'll have placed that on the map for later yeah and uh but yeah, I I know it's just sometimes you, you need to have uh, this intro to or sometimes I like there's an intro track and I like I really like hearing the intro track to that you know the song uh, uh, that happens that happens too on on lots of albums so cool okay Shepherd and the Sheepskin Vest I've seen that one too and you made you mentioned that other punk album uh, talk about that and that will conclude us. Or just mention it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Jeff Rosenstock. Uh, he's like kind of big in the punk uh, scene right now, and he he actually I watched a, a live stream interview of Anthony Fantano and him like last month. That was like super cool. I was like, whoa, that's awesome. Like he actually had it had him on I was like whoa you know i think i saw the the thumbnail like the you know the video for it but i haven't been watching a lot of the interviews yeah i saw you talk to logic too which was <clears throat> also unexpected but it's funny that logic um, dressed like him <laughs> yeah right yeah i saw the thumbnail, the thumbnail i was one. like what <laughs> he had, logic had to have known and maybe he was like i'm gonna wear the yellow flannel yeah today. No. yeah it's it's i th- i thought about that like does he know that like Fantano trashed some of his albums or what? Like he, I'm sure. I've probably. heard him mention it before. He he. Where like knows. supermarket was like trash or you know pure garbage or yeah, something. not good and uh below one yeah. and yeah uh uh. Yeah, but his well, new one was like surprisingly well received. I have no mm-hmm. idea, but I just heard. I heard some songs off, and I I wasn't jiving with it, but you know it was uh uh. I don't know why I, I've started saying the word jive lately for some reason. I, I've never said this word in my life. I, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, uh, I just haven't been feeling the the music uh, or I wasn't. Uh, okay. But. Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't really heard, heard any of his stuff, but the Jeff uh, Rosenstock, he's, he mentioned like, you know, bringing ska back or how cool that would be so and i was like hey nice <laughs> but uh yeah 
since he's you know of course he's influenced by a lot of the older punk and ska and stuff like that yeah but um uh but he's you know it's it is like aggressive fast music a lot of the time that um it's just gets you pumped up you know that sort of thing and a lot and there are some of those like 45 second minute you know 80 second songs that are just you know exhilarating stuff but he but the lyrics are like kind of sad and stuff if you actually do you know listen to what he's saying some of the time but it's it's just him like expressing some things in his life and getting him off his chest so which he told talked about in the interview like it's it's like i'm okay guys i i swear i'm okay i'm just this is how i get this stuff out because because you know but yeah i just been it's like his fourth album in a row that i've loved so it's like damn so yeah, like his 2012, 2016, 2018, and now 2020. Like I love all four of them. Okay. It's, and it's like my most, it's some of the only punk or this type of stuff I like, but I just, I don't know, love this guy. Interesting. Yeah, because I mean, Streetlight, you know, Manifesto, Skull Punk, uh, classic mm-hmm. favorite of mine. Uh, sorry, noisy from my side. I probably got to go. Uh, oh, it's cool. Take care of that. Uh, no but that's okay. We'll, I mean, we'll finish this. Uh, which which of the four should I start with? Uh, I'd say like I'd honestly say like, we cool to tell you cool. the truth. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. And it's a funny album cover anyway. So let me check it out. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I will start with like, that. There's like a some car <laughs> got banged up and it's like we cool. You know, yeah. it's like no, probably not. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> so it's cool. No, yeah, no, we're not. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll check. I will check out Jeff Rosenstock. That's interesting. That I'm surprised I haven't heard of him before because I he's worked with Muster Plug and oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. You couldn't go wrong with any of the four, but I just. That's I just would say that one because it's I don't know the one I started with his his first solo project. So yeah. well, that's what I will dive into first uh, for for uh, for Jeff's music, and uh, I can maybe even talk about that next week. That'd be fun, uh, or you know, for next episode. Right, I'll listen to some of the daughters, and then yeah, we'll follow up. So. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be. That'd be fun to report things and then, you know, exchange, exchange <laughs> again. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I have a, a storm here that I must uh, take care of. That, yeah, that's a cool storm coming. There's down. a storm coming at eight. No, <laughs> I don't know, that's a stupid line. Because uh, we're just kind of quote stuff together. That's always fun. Anyway, well, thanks for uh, any listeners uh, who have made it through this far with us. That Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Devin, for joining me and giving me all these music to search through. So, uh, yeah, we will meet back up next week, and we will uh, discuss this again. So take care, Devin. uh, I'll talk to you next week. Mm